Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with my good friend, uh, Rhino, in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this. Hump day. It don't feel too bad out there today. It don't feel as humid. It's uh, about 20 degrees cooler than it was this time last week, it feels like. Well, it was like 150 this time last <laughs> week. Especially with the heat index. <laughs> Uh, it's not bad. Now, I had a good time down on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, you know, it's a great venue down there, the convention center. And I will say, though, there were so many uh, good folks that uh, I know, and many of whom I, I've got uh, and had the pleasure of meeting and uh, hosting the show here. And they were coming in and out. We were right at the front entrance, and they would come by, and you know how it is, Rhino, and they, of course, would want to greet you, and I, I very much appreciate that. Please keep doing that. But here's the deal I noticed. When you got that headset on, you're trying to talk, and folks are greeting you, and you're trying to acknowledge you know, and, and, and be nice, as you should, uh, sometimes that kind of interferes with your thought process. Uh, but no, really, please keep doing it. Really appreciate it. It's all good. It's all cool. And, and uh, Larry from Mize, who you know, texts us a lot. Shout out to him. He came by, shook the hand. He's uh, an alderman in the town of Mize, and appreciate him coming by, and numerous others. And and it was enjoyable to, to visit with all the mayors. I thought we had a great lineup, and to hear them discuss their optimism for their towns and cities and their plans. Uh, you got to feel good about our situation here in Mississippi. Do we have challenges? Absolutely. And we're going to keep working on those, but when they get together and collaborate like they do at that convention, and you could tell they were so excited to be there in person and get to visit with people face-to-face. I think they go back and they they take away some of those best practices and and maybe avoid things that they hear, hey, that didn't work for us, don't do that. And they take that back and, and put that to work in their own communities, and that's how we get better. So shout out to the MML, the event, all the folks that came by said hello, and all of the guests we had, the great mayors from across the state, really appreciate and enjoy that. Thank you so much. And the view I had there, through the tree line on the perimeter around the Coliseum, I could see the, the Gulf. You have to admit, that's pretty cool when you're broadcasting a show and you can see the water, the, the sea out there. Pretty neat. Uh, it's a big day here in Mississippi with respect to the elections, which occurred yesterday, runoff elections 
on the Republican side, runoff uh, from the primaries, which occurred three weeks ago as of yesterday. That would be June the 7th. The midterms are set. Yeah. So we know now who will advance as the Republican nominee from Congressional District 2 and Congressional District 3 and Congressional District 4. All of those had runoffs. And it's Brian Flowers in CD2. He will face he will face Benny Thompson on the Democrat side. Mr. Flowers defeated Ron Eller. It was pretty close uh, in terms of the total number of votes. It wasn't a whole lot. 5,200 for Flowers and 4,200 and change for Eller. 57, 42. Now, honestly, Rhino, in political parlance, that's a landslide. I mean, that's, you know, anytime you get in the upper 50s, that's usually considered pretty strong showing. So, uh, Brian Flowers will take on Benny Thompson in the general election for Congressional District 2. In Congressional District 3, that happens to be where we're sitting right here. I think. No, we're not. I'm sorry. We crossed the county. We're not in CD3. We're in, we're, uh, in two here. So uh, I believe I got that right. There's no part of CD3, I don't think, that extends into Hines County, if I'm not mistaken. I think that when that was uh, done, doesn't include any. We'll look that up in a second. But I honestly don't know, because I don't use the address up here to vote. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. So I, I live in Congressional District 3. So it's it's I know for a fact it's right across the street, essentially. So we got the county line road that separates the counties, and I believe that's also the boundary for the district. But somebody, I'm sure, will tell us on, on the text line. Although I am up here enough, maybe I could consider it a residence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, get, I get it. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, Representative Michael Guest prevailing in that runoff versus the challenger, Michael Cassidy. Recall that uh, Mr. Cassidy advanced to a, uh, a runoff against Congressman Guest. Uh, it was Thomas Griffin that was the other candidate in the race. Mr. Griffin was eliminated and then endorsed Congressman Guest. But Congressman Guest prevailed there. He obtained 67 percent of the vote to Cassidy's 32 percent. In terms of total votes, 46,000 in change for Guest and 22,000 in change for Cassidy. Which fits your expectations of an increased voter turnout. Increased voter turnout generally will benefit the incumbent, but we didn't see that in the other district. Correct. So uh, just for comparative purposes, in the June 7th primary election, Michael Cassidy received 22,879 votes. He just edged out Representative Guest, who received 22,592, so uh, less than a 300-vote delta, with Michael Cassidy finishing on top with 47.5% versus Michael Guest 46.9%. That was on June the 7th. And and what a uh, a flip that we witnessed last night or yesterday with Michael Guest receiving 46,000 votes. So total of just doing the quick math here of about 69,000 votes in CD3 uh, yesterday whereas yeah, let's see, taking into consideration Mr. Griffin, who was in the race on June uh, the 7th, that works out to be about 48,000. So a significant in, increase in just voter turnout 
in general, about 20,000 roughly or so. That's a, kind of amazing. Especially when the original voter turnout was so low. It was very low. So anyhow, so that, that race is set. The incumbent, Michael Guest, he does have a Democrat challenger who I apologize, name escapes me. We've been so focused because we have runoffs. We'll get more involved with and report more and discuss more the general election coming up. I believe the Democrat challenger did not have a, or the Democrat candidate, I should say, did not have a challenger, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think there was a I don't think there was a primary on the Democrat side. We'll look that up. Uh, but then in CD4, CD4, we have a situation where incumbent Representative Stephen Palazzo was defeated by his challenger, Sheriff Mike Ezel of Jackson County, in the runoff. Recall that was uh, uh, a rather large field, I think seven candidates in the original primary. Uh, yeah. Stephen Palazzo, Mike Ezel, Clay Wagner, Bryce Wiggins, Carl Boynton, Raymond Brooks, Kedron Peterson. So uh, Mike Ezel and Representative Palazzo advanced to the runoff, but in this particular situation, Sheriff Mike Ezel, he defeated Representative Stephen Palazzo. He received 53% of the vote, and Palazzo received 46%, a total of 30,810 votes for Ezel, 26,000 for Palazzo, so roughly 4,200 votes separated the two. So, uh, Mike Ezel... I just double-checked on the uh, District yeah. 3. There was another Democrat candidate. It was Raheem Tiley, but he uh, withdrew before the primary, so yes, it was Shawaski Young. Okay. So will be the opponent for Congressman Guest in the in general the election for the midterms in November. So we got Mike Ezel, who will advance now to the general election. He is the Republican candidate for Mississippi U.S. House District 4. So we got the whole field set. We got Brian Flowers in CD2. Of course, Trent Kelly, who represents CD1, who did not have primary opposition. He will uh, move on to the general election. Incumbent Trent Kelly. Uh, again, Brian Flowers will be the Republican candidate for Congressional District 2. Representative Michael Guest, the Republican candidate for Congressional District 3. And challenger Mike Ezel prevails, and he will be the Republican candidate for Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. So there you go. We're all set, ready to move on into the midterm elections coming up in November. I'm still predicting a Republican swing there. I think it's going to be a shellacking, as Barack Obama said. I really do, because Democrats continue to be, I think, tone deaf and aren't really hearing what the American people are saying, which is we're getting killed by this inflation and price of gas, and you fools don't seem to have any idea what it's like and zero solutions. And we talked about Kamala Harris yesterday. Well, yes, the price of everything going up is a high priority. And as we've said, it's a high priority that the price of everything's going up. Well, thank you there, uh, Vice President Word Salad. <laughs> Good grief. Anyhow, we're going to step aside for a break right here. we got Richard Greenlee, the owner-promoter of Ratchet Entertainment at 1205. GOP Chairman Frank Bordeaux. We'll be right back. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops or they'll even come to you in the tri-county area for free that's right free mobile service at venable glass they also do frameless and frame shower doors mirrors cut to size and installed picture frame glass tables desktops insulated glass plexiglass commercial storefronts and heavy equipment glass venable glass they'll come out and give you a free estimate they want to work hard for your business venable glass open monday through friday eight to five and on saturday eight to noon hey there's two locations too in ridgeland at six 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Bob Boyd Honda is the place in Mississippi for Honda benefits and service. Our extensive warranty gives every Honda certified pre-owned vehicle owner peace of mind. With Honda True Certified Plus, you get powertrain coverage up to seven years or 100,000 miles. You also get a 182 multi-point inspection with a downloadable vehicle report from Honda. There's nobody who knows what a Honda needs or how to service one like our Honda certified technicians. Swing by Bob Boyd Honda and let's get you a deal. deal. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. What's 
Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Richard Greenlee, the owner-promoter of Ratchet Entertainment. Richard, what's going on? Not much, Yard. How you been? I'm doing great. So you got uh, some concerts coming up here, don't I you? I do. The first one is next weekend, July the 9th, out at uh, Renaissance here in Ridgeland. You've been uh, doing a few of those there at Renaissance. That's a neat venue. Yeah, we have a Twilight concert series. You know, I've, we've been here before and talked about the model that I have. Uh, you know, it started during COVID, but it was a model that I want anyway. It's a, it's all you know. We sell VIP tables and pods. You buy a pod of ten by ten square in the grass. It's you and your friends, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was great during social distance time. But it's the model that I wanted anyway because mm-hmm. people really enjoy not having to fight an elbow. They get the general mission feel and the grass between their toes, but they're not fighting for a spot and when you go to get a libation or the restroom, you're not fighting to get your way back up there. So it's a really great, very high-end model. Do the artists kind of configure their sound systems for an, an outdoor venue like that? Is that different than they would do indoors, for example? Oh, yeah, that's all up to the sound and lighting crew and the producer that we do that. You know, our engineers come out and they take every, you know, acoustically everything is different. You know, you may be playing sure. indoors in different sizes. You may be playing outdoors with or without buildings that you know, have yeah, slapped back to the mute. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we have different configurations depending on how many people we have. We have delayed stacks, you know, where you put sound forward in the venue that okay. are slightly delayed. And okay. so but it's it's different every time. Okay. We have great, great sound and production crew that does that. Okay. And lots of uh, technology has been developed through the years to to help them figure all that out. Absolutely. Even, you know, in indoor venues, I don't want to get off the subject here, but you know, they can direct sound into, you know, every little spot in place now. Incredible. Where it used to be big subs yeah. and stacks of, of, yeah. of high end and that was it. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Or hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, the rafters, hanging from the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. And if you'd be on the front row and not hear anything because all the sounds behind you. Yeah. But now they direct everything every little it's way. Incredible. It's awesome. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, so who, who do you have coming on the night? I have got Big Head, Todd and the Monsters, and J.J. Gray and Mofro are the co-headliners. And a young guy, um, he is an up-and-comer out of New Orleans called Jay and the Causeways. And, Jay uh, and the Causeways. He is incredible. And I saw him... <laughs> Uh, in Natchez at Balloon Festival last year, and Arden Barnett said, you're going to love this guy. And I saw him said, we got to get him. I mean, he drove up backstage, and I'm like, who's this guy in a pickup truck, you know, <laughs> with a beard and a hat? He looked like a, you know, a, a fraternity boy at Ole Miss from out of Delta. He jumps out, he gets on stage, and he's got the sweetest voice. He plays wow. organ, and he entertains, and he, I can't explain what he sounds like. One minute, he sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan, then he sounds like... You know, Pharrell Jackson. He's just he's he's awesome. He's he's going to be big. Well, and so is he a native New Orleanian? He is Jay in the Causeways. Thus the yeah, Causeways, mm-hmm. huh? And big yeah, and big head Todd and the monsters been around for a while. We you know we had that show last year. You know, knock on wood that canceled because uh, of yeah. the weather. Yeah, they're out of Denver. Uh, they're back, and then Jay JJ Gray and Mofro is out of Jacksonville, and they he's insane. He's played here quite a few times. He headlined the Friday night of Cathead Jam in 2019, and. He's, it's going to be a special night. Yeah. Well, that that ought to be fun. So, what's on the horizon uh, for you after that? I mean, I know you're doing a lot of work here in Mississippi, and you've done several concerts here at the Renaissance, right? You, yeah, you've done the coast and mm-hmm, the Twilight series. We we do have a confirmed date of October 22nd, and we're working on two more dates. Um, you know, we have some exciting announcements coming out soon. I wanted to get July 9th behind me first because yeah. um, um, we got a late start this year, and this is a great fall for us because Ole Miss and State both have lots of away games. Okay, so it gives us some weekends we can work in where it's not so blistering hot and a good fall. You know, fall's great out at Renaissance. Yeah. yeah. 
And what's uh, what is the attitude of the the audiences? Do they appear to want to go to live concerts? Oh is that, yeah. I it's, mean, it, it, I would think having been locked up a couple of years, they're all gung ho for this. And that's one of the issues we're having right now. Is you know everybody was locked up, yeah. audience, producers, bands, yeah. and so when it unlocked, everybody there's 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 a, a little bit greater. Demand, but the supply is the same. So supply much greater. So it's hard to find bands because they're getting offers left and right to play everywhere, and so you, okay. that's what's the hard part is, is finding bands that are available. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. So have several that typically would have been touring pre the pandemic, just they're just kind of standing down right now. No, they're touring, but you're competing against every promoter in every you. city, and money's crazy. And it's just you. I'm a financially sound business person. Yeah. There are promoters out there that just they just want to book the best band, and I, I just—it's really tough to get to get get bands right now yeah. at a reasonable price. That you know, and especially for me because I'm, you know, I'm only putting on weekend shows out there. Okay. I'm not a Thursday night or Tuesday night market, okay. and so it's the most high demand is the weekend show as well. Sure. Yeah, we used to say, uh, well, they lose a little bit on every sale, but they make it up in volume, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we actually just released some more um, great Tier 1 and Tier 2 pods and some more VIP seats. We always sell at our okay. VIP tables, and you, know, you can find tickets at twilightms.com. That's twilightms.com, and we'll be you know, finishing selling those tickets this week and announcing some future shows shortly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you have some partners that you work with on this? I mean, do business partners that you can you can yeah, talk well, about? Arden, yeah, Arden and Arden and I has worked together for a while, and we you know I help him you know set up his shows, and he helps you know book and promote uh, our shows, and we work well together. And then yeah. you know we have uh, our sponsors though we couldn't do this with our sponsors. Our sponsors sure. are great. Is Southern Beverage has been awesome. Um, Watkins Constructions come in um, big here. They you know those guys Mike and Sally are awesome to work with. First Commercial Bank, of course, yeah. Renaissance. You know, yeah. the guys yeah. out at Renaissance have been great to work with Andrew and Jan and Mark. And um, Nukes has always been a great sponsor of ours. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's awesome. It's yeah. we got some. We couldn't do this without sponsors because it's so expensive. I build a basically a from the ground up festival site for a one night concert. So it's very expensive to produce shows out there. Yeah, and I, I would assume then that. The business model is such that it really can't make the economics work just on ticket sales. You've no, got to have sponsors. Zero percent. We would lose. I mean, it really is. It's a partnership. And, it, you know, I did model this after Live at the Garden. I think I've told you that before. That's yeah. the, at the Botanical Gardens in Memphis. It's a very it's, – it's, we have great concert, but it's a social – it's a very high-end social yeah. experience. And, you know, it's people going around from table to table and talking. And, you know, we all – all you know, hotty-totty potties out there, no, no porta-potties. <laughs> and it's really high-end, especially experience and so um it's we could not do it without sponsors I mean, are you trying to cater to a certain uh, concert goer a certain audience a certain demographic yes and no i mean because we we have to book bands that you know i, I, mean, I love jackson mississippi born and raised here sure. but it's not nashville it's not la so there are only a certain amount of people that enjoy live music yeah. from all different demographics all different age groups so our bands usually cover that but still it's a high-end you know if, if you're looking for the cheapest ticket price out there it's not us yeah but we're also not a big lawn in a concrete box you know you're getting high-end food high-end service it's 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 first class you know what's the big venue out in colorado red rocks yeah 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 red rocks you've been pro- there i have actually you know it's funny i've never been to red rocks and uh big head todd just played there last weekend okay um you know it's everybody if you ask 
artist, you know, what's your favorite venue? You get two answers. Red Rocks and the Gorge. Huh. And it's just it's something special about the place. I've never been there, but yeah. I've seen many, many videos and shows yeah. of, of people there. Yeah. So used to be the Hollywood Bowl, right, at one time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's gone away. It's moved around. You know, there's something special about Red Rocks, and, and you know, it's a natural formation. Yeah. It's set there outside of Denver, and it's just, it's, it's just. Again, I've never been, but I've heard many, many stories and interviews about you know, artists and and of course, patrons' favorite place to see or perform. Yeah. So. Do you see you and Arden branching out outside of Mississippi and in, in the in the adjacent region? Yeah, well, Arden does. Arden's been doing this for a long time. He's great. He's you know, kind of been a mentor of mine and yeah. you know, for thirty years. And he's he's doing stuff outside of Mississippi. And I've, I've looked at some stuff outside of Mississippi and Houston. Um, you know, we'll kind of go wherever we can find find the business. Um, you know, so it's uh it's uh you know, there's, there's a lot going on right here in Mississippi. It's kind of sure. the birthplace of America's music, you know. There's yeah. a lot more we could do here. No doubt. It's just finding the right partners and places and, 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 and sponsors. How do you find the artists? Artists are there. Um, Arden's, like I said, Arden's been doing this a long time. He does all our bookings, and he's, you know, you send out an email to 200 um, agents and say, here's my dates, and okay. here's my date range, and you'll get flooded with emails okay. of who's available. So. so you kind of got a Rolodex of agents in the mm-hmm. industry, and, and you you hit them up, and they tell you, okay, here's who we got, and when their dates are mm-hmm. they're available. And so also, you know, when, when, you know, especially what I'm doing, I say, here's here's some artists I would like to have play at Twilight, okay. and, and, and Martin and his team go and work their magic and try to get it done. So, But, I mean, you're you're a music aficionado anyhow, yes. so you, you keep up with that. You know a lot about who these popular artists are and who would make uh, uh, good performers for mm-hmm. these kinds of venues. And it happens all the time, and you know, just like a home builder. You know, I, I, I dabbled in redoing homes one time, and some my architect said, you can't do it. So why? I said, because you're building for your taste, and you can't resell. You'll overprice everything. So yeah. you got to know what that makes sense. works, too. No matter what I may like may not work. At Twilight, sure. so yeah, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Rich, but, good to see you. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank good you luck so much, to you. Sean. Sounds like it's going to be a good deal. July awesome. 9th. TwilightMS.com. Got you. Okay, we'll step aside right here for a break in the Element Well Studios. We got a lot more to talk about. Frank Bordeaux at twelve oh five. We'll recap yesterday's primary runoff elections. We'll be right back. Weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. 
Why did it only take 3.8 seconds to get President Reagan in the limo and 4.2 seconds to get John Hinckley restrained? Proper instruction, training, and practice. The detail had practiced that hundreds of times. I'm Larry Rowlett, new owner of Boondocks FTA. I'm a retired special agent in charge of President Ronald Reagan's protective division. I purchased Boondocks for the purpose of making you and your family confident, knowledgeable, and skillful in the use of firearms. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or boondocksfta.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Dream, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50% chance of rain with increasing clouds, high near 92. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Thursday, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big. During the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale, through July 3rd only, Mazda Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location, Trustmark Park in Perm. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kias, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July 3rd, We'll give away a mystery car at 1 p.m. Register no later than Saturday, July 2nd. We'll also be giving away a $4,000 Home Depot gift card and a PS5. But hurry, it all ends Sunday, July 3rd. And you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale. At Trust Park Park, One Brains Boulevard in Perth. Brought to you by Mazda of Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get here now, because once the deals are gone, they are gone. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Close to $2 billion in federal ARPA funding will be utilized across Mississippi for infrastructure and recovery projects. The funds don't have to be obligated until December 31st of 2024, but city leaders like Greenwood Mayor Carolyn McAdams aren't waiting to make these important decisions. Greenwood's going to be using it for sewer lines. You know, we're an old city, and so we've got some sewer lines that have really been giving us some problems uh, in the past years. Thank goodness the legislators even gave us additional money, uh, and we'll get dollar-to-dollar match mm-hmm. up to $400,000. So that's going to give us additional money to even put with the ARPA money. She told us they just completed a $6 million street bond. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Just a reminder about the Plumber Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th, right here on Supertalk. Look, the Supertalk family knows that when they donate to Plumber Home for Children, they're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th. Listen, help, and spread the word.
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Welcome to summertime in Mississippi. It's hot out here. It's so hot out there. As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. We are back on Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. So we were just talking um, in the first segment about yesterday's runoff election results. They are in the books. The field is set. We got a few people on the ceasefire text line, which is, of course, 601 879 4395 on the ceasefire text line. At least 54% got it right. I'm so happy for Mississippi, uh, Mr. Ezel, excuse me. And then Mike in Gulfport has a different point of view. He says, we on the coast now have a blue dog rep candidate and an avowed all-in dem available to vote for. Not much of a choice. Palazzo will be missed. I've lived on the coast since 93, and there's no comparison between the ex-sheriff and now ex-representative. I hope I'm proved wrong. It's a beautiful day on the coast anyway. The Greens are now recovered from aeration and rolling gray. Let's go play golf. Tee it up, Mike. Yeah. Uh, so, look, that's, that's what makes democracy great. There's an example right there within our, uh, our group of listeners, our audience, on different sides of the, the equation there with respect to the Republican candidates, Representative Palazzo and Sheriff Ezell. So, uh, that's it's a great country in that respect. truly is. You get to go to the polls and cast your ballot and have a voice in the way we are governed. That's the way it's supposed to work. And when it goes awry, we got to get back on the rails. does happen every now and then, and Good grief. Now, in the, in the wake of this Supreme Court ruling on the Dobbs case, man, the left is going nuts. I look for, Rhino, I look for a video that we could play on the air that did not include the profane-laced tirade by Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot 
You're familiar with what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Is my just old-fashioned in thinking that, in the public at least, an elected official such as the mayor of a major American city, which, by the way, the city limits has a population that's almost as big as the entire state of Mississippi. In my old-fashioned in thinking, you shouldn't use that sort of profanity in public. Am I, am I just out to lunch wrong on that? I wouldn't say you're wrong, but I would also say that is a bit old-fashioned. So it's okay to drop no, F-bombs in public? I think it is an indictment of her vocabulary. <laughs> or lack thereof, maybe. Well... Well, all right, is it, is it uh, old-fashioned, as you describe it, to drop those F-bombs directly at a sitting Supreme Court justice? That's when you start to get into the realm of, what are you thinking? Okay. All right. So we're on the same page on that. Because that's what she did yesterday. She said, F Clarence Thomas. I think she said, F you Clarence Thomas. Now... Am I also wrong in maybe carrying that to the next logical step, which is she don't really care what happens to Justice Thomas physically. She'd be okay with that. Or am I really stretching it? No, I would say you could stretch it even further and point out that there's really only been one justice that has called hell for this. And it seems to be showing the true colors of the Democrat Party and their underlying racism while they project it onto everything else, because the only justice they're attacking is the black man. Right. And it's simply because he just made the statement, this is what this is all about. We all know that the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, is a, uh, a self-proclaimed lesbian, right? She's a gay woman. I think she's been in public with her, her partner. Right? I think, I mean, there's no secret about that. And so all the justice said was that maybe in terms of the Constitution, in terms of the law itself, that the cases in the past which have been ruled on that allow same sex marriage. That's uh, right. I mean, that's one. And contraceptives, I think, is another one, if I'm not mistaken. And there seems like there's something else he brought up. Interracial marriage, right? That was the was other it that one. that or was it sodomy? I don't know. It's something to that effect. But the, but the same-sex marriage... So she was, by the way, on a stage, and she was speaking to a fairly decent-sized group of gay people. And she was, of course, trying to appeal to them and rile them up and show that she's for them and she's got their backs and all that stuff. But that's when she went after Clarence Thomas. I just find it disgusting, inappropriate, weak, and I I just do. So, anyhow... uh, We, I couldn't find the video. I couldn't find any example that had it bleeped out where we could play it. So that's unfortunate because we would share it. But it's all over the Internet in case you're interested, folks. Uh, it, was, it was actually reported 
in the uh, Chicago Tribune as well. I thought that was kind of interesting. But here's what I guess what comes to mind. Children are dying in Chicago because of the crime. People are having a problem buying gas and putting food on the table. Where the hell is she on those issues? Her city is on fire. It has been for some time. She, of course, dismisses that and proudly proclaims that her city is safe. So yesterday, going beyond that, now what we see is the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, and others, other leaders at the state and federal level, excuse me, and local level, who are now appealing to companies. Come set up shop here where we uh, are going to increase access to abortion. Here's an excerpt from a letter to CEOs, a number of CEOs, sent by Mayor Lori Lightfoot. As you weigh the repercussions facing your employees, customers, and vendors, we welcome the opportunity to highlight the ways in which Chicago remains a welcoming city for all. You know, with a gun in your head every other block. With smash-and-grab crap going on everywhere. That's a welcoming city. And don't get me wrong, I spent a lot of time in Chicago in my former business career. It's a fantastic place when you take out that. And, and my visits there and work there were prior to, it's always had a seedy side, in particular South Chicago. But along the lakefront there, downtown, the Miracle Mile, it's awesome. I mean, it is just brute force American capitalism. But that is not the case anymore. And the crime, unfortunately, like so many other of America's great cities, San Francisco, Los Angeles, these were all great cities. He built this country in Democrat control. They got nobody to blame but themselves. You can't say it's a racial thing. Heck, half of them are run by black people, black women. In this case, a black gay woman in Chicago. And you look at their at the police forces, the law enforcement, most of the chiefs are black. So you can't say it's a racial thing. You got what you want. Your city councils, you got everything you want. But you're failing. It's out of control. And now you're appealing to CEOs? Come to Chicago? Are you kidding me? Simply for easy access, ready access to abortion. Now think about that, folks. That now's your calling card. That's your selling feature. Come to our state, come to our city, because we pretty much don't have any rules against abortion. That's upside down. And shame on companies who consider that and put that high on their list of priorities when they're considering where to locate, where to expand, where to invest. Based on abortion? Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're, they're not moving to Illinois, considering Illinois is in, what, the top five for highest corporate tax rates? That's, a, that's another issue. Thank you for pointing that out. High corporate tax rates, unsafe, 
Uh, certainly the downtown and the proper area. Now, there's you could finger out into the suburbs. Different story, but you can't operate a business like that. It's just very hard. Man, we'll take a break right here. We do have some sound to play for you today from AOC. She weighs in on the Supreme Court ruling. you got to hear it. Stay with us. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. This is the Morning Agri-Market Report for the Super Talk Agri-News Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading a little down this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 4 to 39.42. The NASDAQ is down 52 to 111.28. And the S&P 500 is down 14 to 38.06. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton is up 4 to 97.48. And March cotton is up 4 to 93.40. At the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans are up 18.5 to 16.82 and a quarter a bushel. August soybeans are up 11 and a quarter to 15.60. And three quarters a bushel. December corn is down three and a quarter to six fifty-six a bushel, and March corn is down three and a half to six sixty-one and a half a bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle are down twenty-two to one thirty-two fifty. October live cattle are down thirty to one thirty-nine ten. August live feeders are down one thirty-five to one seventy forty-seven. And September live feeders are down one forty-two to one seventy-three fifty-two. For the Super Talk Agri News Network, I'm Bob Sullender. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. 
energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero in. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. On midday, Super Talk Mississippi. So, we've been talking this morning about the elections yesterday, runoff elections. I'm sure most people know by now, but three of Mississippi's four congressional districts held runoffs yesterday to determine the Republican candidate, three Republican uh, runoffs. Congressional District 2, 3, and 4. None in one. Congressman Trent Kelly did not have a challenger, so he is automatically then the candidate on the Republican side, will face a Democrat challenger in the general. But uh, the final results are Congressional District 2, which is the district presently represented by longtime incumbent Democrat Benny Thompson. He will face Brian Flowers in the general election for the midterms. In Congressional District 3, it's Michael Guest, the congressman, incumbent. He will be seeking his third term in November. He prevailed over Michael Cassidy, his challenger. And and that's probably the race where we see the biggest difference in the voter turnout, the number of votes cast on uh, June seventh versus yesterday in the runoffs, according to my quick eyeball calcula- calculations, looks like about twenty plus thousand additional votes. Is that the way you see it? Which is not all that unheard of, considering the amount of campaigning and ads and signs and billboards and stuff that were put up after the primary before the runoff. I think there's no question about that. There was a, a lot of energy and a, a lot of investment, a lot of campaigning, a lot of material uh, across the spectrum of media. Oh, yeah. Uh, that. We saw in the last three weeks in Congressional District 3, certainly as a resident of the district, uh, I received lots of mail pieces from the candidates. And, and of course, uh, again, on our air, you heard lots of advertising from uh, both candidates 
Mr. Cassidy and Congressman Guest. Same in social media. Same deal. So uh, just a lot uh, across the various print media, websites, etc. But just looking at the numbers here, once again, in the June the 7th primary election, According to my quick uh, calculations here, it looks like about 48,000 total votes, total votes on uh, June the 7th. And then when you look at the runoff, uh, the total votes was about 69,000. So quite the quite the increase right there, about twenty thousand, roughly twenty thousand. So which is just shy of a fifty percent increase in total votes between June seventh and June the twenty eighth. Uh, with respect to Hines County, by the way, my friend Sharon sent some information. It does show that twenty two hundred votes were cast in Hines County in Congressional District Three. I uh, appreciate that, Sharon, and I have looked at a number of maps, and Rhino and I are looking at what I think is the official map, uh, at least, Mississippi Redistricting 2022, and... I think it all comes down to the scale of the maps we're maybe looking so. at. Maybe so. Maybe a pinch of it in, in there. far enough, I think the, the dis- dispute is... I see it There's now. a sliver of, of the easternmost part of Hines County right along I-55. I see it now. Uh, you're right. And it's all, Which it, makes sense why it was only about 2,000 votes. That's right. And, it, and it's also that little sliver is a, uh, shows the river. Correct. Pearl River, which uh, forms the border of Madison and Rankin, and uh, also the border of Rankin and Hines. So in this case, this little sliver is on the west side, whereas Rankin County is on the east side of the river, this little sliver in CD3 which captures part of Hines County. So you're right, Ron. It's so small, I just did it. You have to pinch it and zoom it in quite a bit to see that little sliver of Hines County. So appreciate that. Well, that uh, shows Sharon. how complicated redistricting is, that you have to get down to exactly basically right. street by street, house by house, neighborhood level to balance everything out. You're totally right, because I, I think you had the same I think you had the same uh, perception I did at first glance. You look at it and say, well, gee, Hines County doesn't look in it at all. And then when you zoom out a whole lot, you say, oh, there's a teeny tiny sliver up there just on the west side of the Pearl River that incorporates a little bit of Hines County, which, as you said, explains 2,000 votes, uh, 2,219 to be um, exact, to be specific. And honestly, I'd have to think about what neighborhoods that are, are made up in that little sliver. We'd have to think about that. So, Nonetheless, we have reached the end of the first hour here on Middays. We got uh, news coming your way, of course, and then when we come back, we got a lot more to talk about, including yesterday's big runoff elections. Frank Bordeaux at 12.05. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. 
President Biden at a NATO summit in Spain says he's spent sending more American troops and military assets to Europe. The president has sent two more squadrons of F-35 into NATO countries here in order to increase the presence and also adding to the 100,000 troops that we already have stationed in NATO countries. Edward Lawrence in Madrid, Spain for Fox Business. Finland and Sweden are now formally invited to join the North American Treaty Organization. A congressman will challenge New York's governor for the job. Governor Kathy Hochul had no trouble winning the Democratic nomination for her seat. It has been the highest honor of my life to serve as your governor for the past 10 months. GOP Congressman Lee Zeldin has a different idea. Are we ready to fire Kathy Hochul? He won the Republican primary to set up the November battle to lead New York. Fox is Colonel Scott. America's listening to Fox News. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Calloway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Calloway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Calories is, Calories is, everything for home and garden, that's what Calories is. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tuesday, collegiate baseball newspaper named Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco as the 2022 Coach of the Year. This follows his team's historic run in the College World Series that's led to a national title. It's the second time in three seasons Bianco has received this honor. He was also given the Coach of the Year title in 2020 after COVID shortened the baseball season. Bianco has led the Rebels to 18 NCAA tournament appearances in which the team has played in eight Super Regionals and has been featured in the College World Series twice. With 854 career wins, Bianco ranks third all-time in the SEC, just behind former Mississippi State head coach Ron Polk and former LSU head coach Skip Burtman. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I wasn't sure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. 
Mississippi's lone abortion clinic has filed a lawsuit asking that the trigger law banning abortions in Mississippi, with few exceptions, be stopped from taking effect. They argued that the law is invalid because of a 98 state Supreme Court ruling that held that the right to an abortion was protected by the state constitution. Christopher Green, a law professor at the University of Mississippi, took a fresh look at that decision. It would not be difficult for the Mississippi Supreme Court to look at that and say, well, they didn't consider, they just didn't address at all whether uh, the protection of fetal life is an interest that could override bodily integrity issues. All four Hines County chancellors recused themselves from the lawsuit Tuesday. They're asking that the state Supreme Court appoint a special judge to hear the case. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, coming at you live from the Element Well Studios on this hump day. All righty, so lots of text rolling in on the ceasefire text line. We shall continue our discussion about yesterday's primaries. And there's one important uh, matter, Rhino, that I want to talk about. And we'll start with this text here from uh, on the ceasefire text line. Did Michael Guest and the Republican Party get Democrats to vote in the Republican runoff election to secure the win for Guest, like they did for Thad Cochran several several years ago to beat McDaniel. So and the, uh, I'll get to that in a second, but the other statement made here, wasn't it twenty to 30,000 Democrats that turn out to vote for Cochran in the runoff election? Sounds very familiar. Well, let's, let's look at this for a second. So the first thing is, I don't know... Uh, how many Democrats voted for Cochran in the runoff. And the only way you'd know that is if you check the voting records 
and you noted uh, the party that they are registered uh, to vote uh, for, or their, their registration party status, affiliation, I should say. You don't register to vote in any particular party. You just register as a, a particular affiliation. Uh, you'd have to compare that to their, uh, whether or not they voted and have an official voting record. You don't know the candidate they voted for. Uh, you just know that it's publicly available, at least. You just know that they voted in the election. Correct. So you'd have to look at all the runoff votes, and you'd have to, within that, uh, that universe of votes, determine how many of those were cast by voters who were affiliated with, officially registered, as a Democrat. I don't know what that number was. I'll take the, the, um, the listener's word for it here, twenty to 30,000. But let's, let's keep that in perspective. First of all, that sounds high to me. Secondly, that's statewide. We're talking about one district. We're talking about a quarter of that. So that math doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. So we got to put that out. Second thing is, there was also a question, and I'm looking for that. Here we go. On the ceasefire text line, this is a 662. I thought you couldn't vote in the runoff if you didn't vote in the primary. That's false. It's absolutely not true. You are in the state of Mississippi. You are permitted to vote in a runoff if you did not vote in a primary. If you voted in the primary, you have to vote uh, for in the same election. Because keep this in mind, folks, primaries are conducted by the parties. All right? So if you vote in the Republican primary or Democrat primary uh, on the original date of June the 7th, in this example, you would have had to vote in the same primary runoff on June 28th. You can't vote Republican June 7th and Democrat June 28th, or vice versa. You Correct. can't do that. All right, so the other thing that I think a lot there's a lot of misunderstanding of is old law versus current law with respect to uh, voting in primary elections. And before I, I explain that, I, I want to point out that I discussed this one-on-one -on -one with Secretary of State Michael Watson. And this is not Gerard's opinion here. This is from a discussion with the Secretary of State, who sent me, by the way, a screenshot of the statute. All right, so prior to 2017, uh, Mississippi law said no person shall be eligible to participate in any primary election unless he intends to support the nominations made in the primary in which he participates. All right? You follow me there? So now here's the here's the fundamental problem with that really poorly structured language. Intent? What the hell does that mean? How do you measure intent? Well, I intend it today, but I don't intend it tomorrow. I mean, at the time you cast your vote, I fully intended that. But when I showed up in the general, well, I changed my mind. I mean, okay, your vote's thrown out. That would be crazy. That was just bad law. So the secretary, he sent me a copy of the statute. It's section 23-15-575. It is entitled, Who May Vote in Primary Election? I shall read it. No person shall vote or attempt to vote in the primary election 
of one party when he or she has voted on the same date in the primary election of another party. That just means you can't vote in two elections on June the 7th, using this particular election cycle as an example. Can't vote. Oh, I'm going to go cast my Republican vote. Then I'm going to go right back in and cast a Democrat vote. You only get to vote in one. That's the point. I mean, that makes sense. Let me continue with this section. No person shall vote or attempt to vote in the second primary election of one party when he or she has voted in the first primary election of another party. That just basically uh, confirms what we just shared, which is you can't vote in the Republican primary, in this case on the 7th, and then show up and vote in the Democrat on the 28th, or vice versa. Can't do that. It, note, says nothing about not voting on June 7th in the first election, as it is described in law, making you ineligible to vote in the second election, which in this case would be the runoff. says nothing about that. So, just to kind of summarize that, you can't vote twice in the primary. You can't vote in both primaries. And if you vote in a primary, the first election, where all candidates are on the ballot that have registered and properly qualified, to run, if you vote whichever party's primary you vote for in that so-called first election, that's the way the law describes it, first election, you must vote, if you choose to vote in the runoff, you must vote in that same party's primary election. The primary election is can consist of at least two different elections. The first and the second. The first, all candidates. The second, no candidate gets 50% plus one. You end up with the top two vote-getters. You go to a runoff. That's what we just experienced and witnessed here in the state of Mississippi. That's in accordance with our law. Now, for what it's worth, some states, such as Louisiana, their elections are conducted in what's called a jungle primary. You just stick all the candidates for an office in the same primary, regardless of political party affiliation. They also call those blanket primaries or open primaries or top two primaries. And and that top two, of course, is because if no candidate gets that 50 plus one, then uh, the top two candidates in the jungle primary advance to a runoff. You literally could have then, in that case, a situation where you have a primary, you got all the Republicans and Democrats and independents, uh, on the ticket, on the ballot, and the votes are cast. You tabulate the votes. Top two vote-getters go to, to a runoff. It, it could be, literally, uh, a Republican and a Democrat in the runoff. And then that's it. Case closed. Election over. For what it's worth, that's actually a, least, a, a less expensive approach. Because you don't have primaries and then the generals. So, uh, nonetheless, that's what they call them, jungle primaries. And uh, that's what they do in Louisiana. And there's some other states as well. And Mississippi doesn't work that way. So hopefully that was a, uh, an, an explanation and uh, one that you could understand and make sense to you. Uh, but I, I got curious about that as well because I saw just lots of information floating around. And I said, well, heck, I'm going to the Secretary of State. I'm going to find out exactly how this works. And uh, because that is the individual who's responsible for administering all that. Let's go, let's go to the person in charge and, 
and uh, just cut through all the uh, all the the chatter and all those who really aren't responsible for this that uh, make it appear that they know all this stuff and they got it down pat and then they tell everybody that and then next thing you know it's viral and it's wrong. So we've seen some of that. Uh, the other thing I would say is shouldn't we, I mean, it's no secret, I'm a Republican, I'm a registered Republican, I vote Republican, I support Republican candidates. I mean, should we be trying to recruit Democrats to our side? That's how you win elections. Uh, now, paying them, that's different. You cannot pay. That is against the law. You can't pay someone for a vote. You can pay someone to work on your campaign to go recruit people to vote. Perfectly legal. That's how it works. If you have any evidence whatsoever that someone was paid to vote, let me know. I'll take it to the Department of Justice. Otherwise, you really just can't make those kinds of allegations and charges. We need evidence, not just innuendo and I think sort of maybe kind of. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but we got to have evidence. That's the way our system works. That's the way we want it to work. We'll step aside right here. We'll come back. More talk. Frank Bordeaux at 12.05. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. you mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resource 
Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. ZZ Top, baby. Thank you for that, Rhino. So the other thing I want to point out, Rhino, about a jungle primary, you could end up with two candidates in the same party. Oh, yeah. Coming out of the jungle primary, advancing to running against each other for the seat, for the office, not to represent the party, to win the office. And a lot of states have not adopted jungle primaries because the feeling is it dilutes power. So, makes sense. but uh, And I want to say in Louisiana, they vote on Saturday, right? Does that, that sound, right. sound right to you? I think Saturday, they, uh, they moved to that day a while back, and I think the theory was more people are uh, able to get to the polls on a Saturday as opposed to a work day. You see that? I think it's Saturday, as I recall. Uh, let's see here. we got lots of... Uh, Lots of text rolling in. Appreciate the engagement, as always. And hopefully that explanation of the primary process and the rules and the statutes in the state of Mississippi, uh, hopefully that was understandable and it, and it made some sense. It's I don't feel like it's really complicated, but it, it uh, can be a little challenging to art- articulate. But uh, Yes, the uh, next general election in Louisiana is scheduled for December 10th, 2022, which is a Saturday. Okay, appreciate that. So, uh, uh, our friend Price Wallace texted in and says, so is the person saying that Cassidy wouldn't have taken any Democrat voters voting for him? You know, Price, I, I haven't heard that one way or another. Your point's well taken, and it, and it is a good question. I guess all I'm saying, as a Republican, as one who has, and I think you would agree with me here, Representative Wallace, that as one who would like to see the nation at all levels move more towards conservative principles in government and away from what we got right now, which is absolutely killing us everywhere. We just talked about the the decline of our cities, 
the decimation of so many of America's great communities, large cities, that made this country historically. And we went through a, a laundry list of them. Uh, and then you look at the federal government now, and uh, the folks in charge, and the president's poll numbers continue to tank. And, uh, and he ain't getting it. And it's his, his vice president, the Democrat leadership, they don't get it either. And they're running around making all kinds of spin excuses. My point is, I think it's time for us to pounce on the environment and to take advantage of the fact that, hey, these policies aren't working. Why don't you join up in with us, put us in office, and then, folks, look, no question, you got to get it done. We're gonna, we give you power, you got to get it done. It's not lost on me, certainly, and we've explained that numerous times here. At the federal level, you got to have, um, you got to have, of course, control of the House, the majority of the House. You really need to have a filibuster-proof Senate, and you need to have the White House. Otherwise, it's a, there's a limit to what you can get done. And in fact, along those lines, Rhino, there's a still an outstanding Supreme Court case. I'm not sure if it was handed down today or not. And it has to do with, I think it's the EPA in West Virginia. We discussed it the other day. Uh, but, it, but it has to do with uh, what's happening in this country, which is, at the agency level, they've just taken uh, greater liberty in exercising authority. And these are unelected bureaucrats. And again, I will give Donald Trump, got to give him credit for this. He called this out. This really... I think contrary to the popular perception, that really is the essence of the swamp. And what he was talking about, I think more than anything, when he kept referring to the swamp, let's face it, he made that a mainstream term in our political vernacular. He was talking about the deep bureaucratic, unchecked authority at the agency level. So this case concerns the EPA's authority to regulate carbon emissions from existing power plants, and it's in dispute. And what, so what we've seen is, because we have, for the most part, a stalemate in Congress, and, and the, the ability of Congress and the President to sign into law uh, anything that could pass the House, a filibuster-proof Senate, which means 60 votes, and then make its way to the White House, where the president signs it into law. So what's happened is, it, it is, I think, kind of um, fomented, if you will, overreach by the administrative bureaucracy, such as the EPA and the DOJ and the Treasury. You just go down the list. The combination of executive orders and, and just these agencies that have just kind of decided to do whatever the heck they want. He called that out. That really, the, the FBI exposed a lot of garbage going on there. Partisan members of the FBI, and we have deep respect, of course, for law enforcement, but they're like any other organization. They're bad actors, but in this case, they were bad partisan actors. We saw the IRS abusing power in the Obama administration by denying Nonprofit status to conservative groups applying for it. Just another example. So 
I don't know if this decision, Rhino, has been handed down. There are four outstanding when we uh, when we came on the air this morning, I believe. Yeah, I don't see where it has been handed down just yet. So I so think should have. I mean, if they were going to hand it down, you'd think it would have happened an hour ago. I agree. So we got the Remain in Mexico policy on the immigration front, this climate change, the extension of EPA authority. Oh, you know what? The Native American lands, that one did come down, Rhino. That's one of the four. So that's right. Uh, I just came across the wire here. And so all that really says is that the state does have some purview, some authority uh, over these crimes committed, a crime committed, in this case, child neglect. Uh, the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, I uh, think that may, yes, Oklahoma. And it basically it had to do with whether or not the state of Oklahoma had jurisdiction over this child neglect, which is against the law in the United States when it occurs on Native American lands, right? I think, uh, is that the way you understand it? That's, yes. that's the essence of the case. So the court ruled the state does, in fact, have authority in favor of the state. I just came down. And then uh, let's see. Well, that's, that was the those were the main ones. Uh, Congress war powers. <laughs> this is a really crazy one here. You hadn't heard a lot about it, but it really has to do with uh, a situation where a veteran and a former employee of the Texas Department of Public Safety told uh, the state agency he couldn't serve as a state trooper and sought a comparable job to accommodate his service-related disability, but he was denied that job. So that that resulted in a, in a suit filed under federal law meant to protect reemployment rights of returning veterans. In the text, state of Texas said that the states are immune from such lawsuits uh, under the, something called the Uniform Services Employment and Reemployment Act, which was passed under Congress War Powers Authority. So the, this really is, is a situation that kind of uh, pits the court against uh, Congress with respect to their authority on on um, the national defense against the state's ability to, to decide when it gets sued. So that one hasn't gotten a lot of attention. But those, so again, a quick recap, the EPA suit we just talked about, regulating emissions, this Congress war powers, protection for veterans, the Native American lands, whether or not a state, that one's been decided, uh, has some degree of control over uh, a crime committed on the, that land. So that's outstanding. That's where we are. A little bit more Remain in Mexico yeah. on the, uh, the Native American Supreme Court case. The case was involving a non-Native American who was accused of malnourishing his disabled Native American stepdaughter. Okay. And the state court in Oklahoma threw it out because of a Supreme Court decision in 2020 stating that they had no authority on Native American lands, but the Supreme Court case is now saying that if it is, if it is involving a non-Native American, even if the crime occurred on Native American lands, the state has jurisdiction. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. So Supreme Court just handed that down, I believe, right? Yes. All right, so check this for me, Rhino. I just got a, a, a quick... Uh, notification on my phone here about Justice Breyer, I think. Did I got that right? Um, yeah, Stephen Breyer announces, uh, is that right? Retirement. I mean, yeah, that's been known. He's, yeah, so what just came up? Oh, he's announced the date. Ah. 
Retirement effective 24 hours from noon. Yeah, tomorrow. Eastern. Yeah, that's that's the news. He announced the date. I thought so. He'd already retired. That's why we Which just... Which means yeah. if we didn't get a decision today right. and we don't get it tomorrow morning, it's likely not coming. Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. Now, we got a lot more to talk about. Uh, so much going on. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget Frank Bordeaux at 12.05. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50% chance of rain with increasing clouds, high near 92. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Thursday, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged in bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day -day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Tuesday, Collegiate Baseball newspaper named Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco as the 2022 Coach of the Year. This follows his team's historic run in the College World Series that's led to a national title. It's the second time in three seasons Bianco has received this honor. He was also given the Coach of the Year title in 2020 after COVID shortened the baseball season. Bianco has led the Rebels to 18 NCAA tournament appearances in which the team has played in eight Super Regionals and has been featured in the College World Series twice. With 854 career wins, Bianco ranks third all-time in the SEC, just behind former Mississippi State head coach Ron Polk and former LSU head coach Skip Burtman. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in. And a lot to hear. From all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news. On air and online. supertalk.fm. Ladies and gentlemen. It's summer. Summer. There's a cool way to wrap up a hot summer day. It's called Sports Talk Mississippi. Afternoons 3 to 6 on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. I got my first real six string. Boy, it out the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. Talking to his psychiatrist in a hammock. <laughs> That's right. Gotta love music videos from the 80s. Well, I do remember that, too. He is exactly right. They don't make videos like that, as they say, right? <laughs> I'm old enough I can say that now. <laughs> Sports talk. The fellas are going to be in Oxford today on the square this afternoon for the celebration of Champions Parade. Come celebrate with a national champion. Ole Miss Rebels on the square in Oxford at First National Bank. Sports talk. Oh, they'll have a good one up there today, huh? They'll have fun. Yeah. Well, at least two of them will. I don't know how much fun hate that'll have. (laughs) He said he's happy because of me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man! Did you hear him chop up his uh, his intro speech from last year when Mississippi State won it all, where he was doing the Ric Flair impersonation? <laughs> they went back and and Michael Borky edited it to be apropos for the Ole Miss national okay. championship. You'll have, it's on Sports Talk <laughs> social media. You'll have to go back and check it out. <laughs> funny, funny stuff. Oh man! Well, uh, I had a finally had a little time to make a. Little quick text chat with Coach Mike Bianco, and uh, you can just imagine he's so excited and very appreciative. The wife and daughter and boyfriend were present, and they were bawling at after the game right at the end there when the last out was secured. So I just passed that on to the coach, and he was so happy to hear. Uh, my daughter Alex, proud to say, was a, a diamond girl for the Ole Miss baseball team for four years, uh, I think captain for a couple of years, and got to know the coach really well, and and they developed uh, quite uh, a, a good working relationship. So anyhow, big deal in the state of Mississippi, Mississippi State last year, Ole Miss this year, we play a little baseball here in Mississippi, I think it is um, truthful to say, pretty safe to say, we play oh, a little yeah. baseball here. So anyhow, going to be a big day up there. Uh, on the ceasefire text line, Jeff and Grenada, I think we may have been discussing Mayor Lori Lightfoot at this point when he says, is you or ain't you my constituents? <laughs> appreciate that, uh, Jeff. Really appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, she represents her constituents. That speaks poorly of them, says Ed from the Delta. I agree, Ed. Why do they keep putting these people back in office? How in the world, in good conscience, can you vote for somebody like, oh, I don't know, Nancy Pelosi or Maxine Waters or Elizabeth Warren? I don't know. How can the rank stink of fakeness not just put you off? I I don't know. Uh, it's, it is mind-boggling. They've, Unless you're festering in your own rank stink of fakeness yourself. Well, that could be true. Light brain is a certified ignorant, goofy woman on the ceasefire text line. Okay, tell us how you feel. Uh, isn't Jackson considered more dangerous per capita than Chicago, according to recent statistics? Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think, Rhino, and in, in tr- sort of check, check, tracking this, there are a few cities that seem to be vying for the murder capital of the, the country with respect to uh, per capita homicide. New Orleans is in that mix. Jackson's in that mix. Chicago, Philadelphia, they're all up there. Uh, nothing to be proud of, for sure. According so, to statistics that are recent as of just a m- couple months ago, yeah, the most dangerous cities in the U.S. per capita, as far as the cost of crime and crimes committed, Number one, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Number two, Jackson, Mississippi. All right. Number three, Detroit, Michigan. Number four, New Orleans. And number five, Baltimore. Okay. All right. With so Memphis, Cleveland, Baton Rouge, Kansas City, and Shreveport rounding out the top ten. So, you know, maybe what I'm thinking about with respect to Philadelphia is that they've had a significant increase year over year is That's what's true. notable about Philadelphia, I think. So, you know, along those lines, uh, in the meantime, so we were just talking about these, these great cities in America that I think are just being ruined, succumbing to bad, ineffective, incompetent Democrat rule. Uh, uh, West Hollywood yesterday 
West Hollywood vote, voted, their city council did, to cut Los Angeles County Sheriff funding, and they're experiencing a crime wave. The move was to reduce police funding because, after all, you know, all law enforcement people, they're just corrupt, and they're all racist, they're all white supremacists. And this, by the way, West Hollywood's a fairly trendy community, and they voted to reduce law enforcement funding. Crime is up 137% over last year. So the budget for the next two fiscal years in West Hollywood, they will have five fewer L.A. County Sheriff's deputies on patrol. It was approved by a vote of 3-2, to two, a narrow margin, with Mayor Lauren Meister dissenting, as well as Councilman John Erickson. But uh, three other members of the council said, nope, we want fewer police officers. Uh, pay no attention to the fact that our crime has increased by 137%. What are they thinking? What in the wide world of sports are they thinking? I, just, I don't get it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sad to say that's my hometown on the ceasefire text line. I'm assuming that is referring to Chicago. I do believe we're talking so. about that. Is that right? Frank Melton said the same about Jackson many years ago. Nobody to blame now. wonder what he would say today. I assume that is in reference to our, uh, our commentary about the Democrat rule. Uh, taking down all these cities and ruining them, in my view. They got everything they want. What more do you want? You you run everything. You got the, the um, city council. You got the mayor's office. You got law enforcement. How come you ain't fixing stuff? Keep getting worse. How do you blame that on Republicans? How do you blame on, that on the opposition party? It makes no sense. Michael and Brookhaven referring to the election and your comment and that of others about the increase in, in um, activity from both campaigns and, and obviously spending to fund that activity. Guess mailed 10 pieces in one week, nine were negative. Well, keep in mind, I don't think that came from the candidate himself, right? So you have these packs and super packs, generally speaking, that handle these these direct mail pieces generally not all the time so uh, and they there is a line that separates them from the candidate just keep that in mind but I, but I hear you in general I thought you couldn't okay we already answered that we already answered that. Uh, voted here's one on the ceasefire text line voted for Cassidy the first time that would be in the primary election on June the 7th Thought the guest was taking my vote for granted and wanted to get his attention. His attention was gotten, and he did a good job in bringing the differences between his opponent and himself. He did a good job, and I changed my vote to guest. That's from Mike on the ceasefire text line. Larry and Mize, who I had the pleasure of meeting yesterday down on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Larry is an alderman in Mize and came by and said hello. Appreciate that, Larry. Said... The tolerant left isn't so tolerant when they're losing, are they? It's a good point. Uh, it, they only apply that standard, uh, Larry, when it's convenient, kind of like the Constitution, right? Oh, they love that Constitution, that democracy stuff, until it's not convenient for them. Why won't Super Talk cover the embezzlement story? I'm not even sure what you're talking about. I don't know. No, I'm serious. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about there. So, I'm not sure. 
Nobody say anything to me about it. Nope. And I don't I don't follow I haven't followed that. Uh, Rhett and Ridgeland says, I knew all this because I asked you. I did actually hear instructions on uh, a WAPT broadcast. Oh, I assume you're talking, Rhett, about uh, voting in our primary elections yeah, and the process for the that. Time. Yeah. Uh, he does also say the PAC advertising, we were just talking about that, during the campaign was especially hyperbolic. Yeah, I, I agree. And, it, you know, I got to tell you, I, I, unfortunately, it, it's just the uh, the way our politics have evolved. I mean, you've always had negative campaigning. I think the difference is now you got so many other outlets, right, to distribute uh, and to propagate negative campaigning or all campaigning, positive or negative. But seems like to a great extent we see, especially challengers. I mean, that's what they do. Challengers, they 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 feel like they've got it. Two incumbents, they feel like they've got to tear down incumbents. And incumbents have a voting record. And and so they're much easier targets. And that's you're trying to say that person's not good for you. I'm better. Um, you know, I I would like to see, and I, I'm just talking in general terms here. I like to see all candidates focus more on their views, their ideals, their ideas, their agenda, their priorities, their plans. And what that means to me as a citizen, how does that make my life better? And I, I'm not being critical of any particular candidate. I'm just talking in general here. Time for a break, another segment in hour two. And then after the break, at the top of the hour, it's Frank Bordeaux, the Mississippi GOP chairman. This hour of the Gallo Show is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Halito, this is Choctaw Indian Princess Shima Crosby inviting you to the 72nd Choctaw Indian Fair, July 13th through 16th. Experience the beauty of the Choctaw people through arts, crafts, dance, and song. Purchase exquisite beadwork and basketry at the Arts and Crafts Pavilion. And don't miss Midway Rides, nightly concerts, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stickball. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hacha pisla chiki. Hey, this is Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe in Pearl. Did you hear that? That sounds like another gun's been stolen from someone's home. Don't risk the loss of your firearms or items important to you. Get a Liberty Safe from Discount Gun Safe. We know everything has gone up. Gas, food, the cost of living. That's why Discount Gun Safe has all remaining Liberty Safes in stock for 10% off through the end of the month. Yep, 10% off. Security Joe wants to save you some dough. You still deserve a vacation, and you can go away with the peace of mind that your firearms are safe at home. To make it even easier, we we offer 12 months, same as cash. Oh boy, sounds like that might be another stolen gun. Protect your family and your home with a Liberty Safe from Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl or call 601-939-8233. Protect your family and your home with a Liberty Safe from Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl or call 601-939-8233. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
This is the Midday Agri Market Report. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced the USDA's plans to provide up to $200 million in assistance for specialty crop producers who incur eligible on-farm food safety program expenses to obtain or renew a food safety certification in calendar years 2022 or 2023. The USDA's new food safety certification for specialty crops program will help to offset costs for specialty crop producers to comply with regulatory requirements and market-driven food safety certification requirements, which is part of the USDA's broader effort to transform the food system to create a more level playing field and small and medium producers and a more balanced, equitable economy for everyone working in the food and agricultural business. Specialty crops can apply for assistance for eligible Expenses related to a 2022 food safety certificate issued on or after June 21st, 2022. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or older. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi. Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. We're grateful you joined us today. So on the ceasefire text line, old Benny Thompson put it right out there for Democrats to cross over and vote for guests. And the showbiz politicians said the same thing. I wonder what enticed them to do that. Uh well, are you making an allegation that there was some sort of illegal enticement? That's pretty serious. If you've got some evidence or proof of that, please send it to me. I'll, I'll take it to uh, the proper authorities. The Neshoba uh, GOP individual, uh, I did see the email. It was out of line. And I believe, Rhino, if I'm not mistaken, he is no longer in that position in Neshoba County. I believe that is the case. That So... It is my understanding, I think I got this right, I know that there are folks out there that understand the uh, are familiar with the, the rules of the party, that the, the executive committees and other 
sanctioned organizations of the party, by the party, are to remain neutral with respect to Republican candidates. And anytime one of those uh, takes a stance in a position and promotes or endorses a particular candidate, that's totally wrong and against the rules. And I, I personally condemn that because it's against the rules. And it, it doesn't make sense. It's not right anyhow. Heck, it's hard enough beating Democrats, much much less when you start beating up on each other like that. And, and I hate to say that, period, honestly. But that's the nature of politics. And, uh, and it's, it, the goal is to win. That's just the bottom line. The goal is to win. Normally, typically, the candidate that is the best funded usually comes out on top. Not all the time. It doesn't mean it's a shoe-in by any stretch. But when, when there's enough folks that are willing to part with their money to help a candidate, the candidate properly leverages that, either through direct contributions, which, by the way, direct contributions to, to a, a, a candidate for federal office, it's limited to $2,900 for an individual. Not a household, but an individual. So in a, in a household, a, a couple can each donate 2900 directly to the candidate. Now, the PACs and the super PACs, the political action committees, that's different, total, totally different set of rules there, the way that works. Uh, and then they spend their money however they want in accordance with the way the, the PAC uh, and the folks that run the PAC operate it. But that, so that's the, that's the money aspect of that. It is totally illegal and against the law, of course, to, to entice anyone for their vote and remunerate them, compensate them whatsoever for a vote. That's totally against the law. It stretches to the point that that's why, one of the reasons why you're not allowed to take a picture of your completed ballot. Because that's, that's one way that you can prove you voted for someone and get paid for it. That's true. That's a good point. And now everybody's walking around with a camera. It's a little different. It's a lot easier to, to do that, honestly, than it was in the old days. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, I'd like to see as many Democrats as we can come on over to the Republican Party, honestly. And I will tell you this. It's anecdotal, but I, I uh, have relationships social relationships with some folks who are Democrats or, or self-proclaimed Democrats. I, I've run into a lot uh, just in my, my youth coaching experience. And that's interacted with lots of folks through the years from across the state doing that. But here's what I was going to say. I've heard many of them say, Joe Biden's killing us. I'm not voting Democrat. I'm ready to vote Republican. I think you're going to see that in midterms, I think you're going to see that. I'm talking about folks that voted for Joe Biden and vote generally Democrat and are registered Democrats. You're going to see uh, them turn out for Republicans in the midterms and I think in the next presidential cycle, whomever the Republican candidate is. I, again, this, this economic situation that is absolutely blanketing in affecting every household in this country. The vast majority, overwhelming majority, in a negative way. And here's what's crazy, Rhino. The folks that, that the Biden administration and Democrats generally denounce, the rich people, they're the ones that are benefiting. The ones they say they're 
they are the advocates for, whose backs they have, they're the ones that are hurting. Here's the truth. They're the ones that are getting blasted by these terrible policies more than anybody. And that is going to play out, I'm convinced, at the polls. So what are they trying to do? Latch on to abortion and make that the top issue. And it's not. We've also seen uh, a million new registrations on the Republican side. I think 600,000 on the Democrat side is still a 400,000 delta, so you got to take some stock in that. But the B-52s are getting us out of here for this hour. When we come back, it is Frank Bordeaux, the chairman of the Mississippi GOP. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Supreme Court rules that states may prosecute some crimes committed on tribal land. In a 5-4 decision, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that Oklahoma can resume prosecuting some cases involving non-Native Americans who commit crimes against Native Americans on reservations. The case stemming from a state court decision to toss out a conviction of a non-Native American who was charged in Oklahoma with malnourishment of a Native American child. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. All that's left for Finland and Sweden to join the NATO Military Alliance's approval by the current members' legislatures. Mutual defense will not be extended to Finland or Sweden until their membership is ratified. The move comes as the White House says more U.S. troops will be sent into NATO operations in Eastern Europe and the Baltics. Fox's Evan Brown. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter-Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Buying for a business? Let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all of your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at batteriesplus.com slash business. Batteries Plus. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezell won the primary runoff last night, securing the Republican nomination to represent Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. He took 54% of the vote over incumbent Stephen Palazzo's 46%. Ezell will face Democrat Johnny Dupree and Libertarian Alden Patrick Johnson in the general election November 8th. Incumbent Congressman Michael Guest easily defeated newcomer Michael Cassidy in the 3rd District by over 20,000 votes. The Republican nominee will face Democrat Shawaski Young in November. For District 2, Brian Flowers finished ahead of GOP challenger Ron Eller. He was the 2020 Republican nominee, so that sets up a rematch between Flowers and Congressman Benny Thompson. That seat is not expected to flip from Democrat in November. 
The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know members of Farm Bureau save $1 million annually through our member benefits program? That's a smarter way to save. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest. Not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community. Because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting themsway.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Typically, you'll see less voters heading to the polls in a runoff, but GOP strategist Henry Barber says that wasn't the case in Mississippi Tuesday. In the primary in the 3rd District, you had about 50,000 voters yesterday turning out in the 3rd District, and this is without the final numbers, 68,800, that's 38% more. And looking at Metro Jackson, the, the turnout was huge. It was 64% increase in Heinz, Madison, and Rankin. Uh, a 64% increase. It went from about 20,000 votes in Metro Jackson to about 34,000. Um, in Hines County, it more than doubled. He believes voters were sending a message to incumbents that they need to remain engaged with their constituents if they want to retain their support. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now. And now. Another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into hour three of the program on this, 
Hump Day. We got Frank Bordeaux, the chairman of the Mississippi GOP. How you doing, Frank? Doing good. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. So it was a big day in Mississippi yesterday. Three of the congressional districts. We had uh, Republican runoff elections to complete the primaries. Those are in the books. The candidates are set for the general election. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, I want to thank all the circuit clerks, the poll workers, the thousands of volunteers that uh, made calls for their candidates, wave signs, knock doors, and uh, most of all, the candidates themselves that really had the guts to put their names on the ballot in the beginning, uh, and then con- congratulate uh, our great candidates, uh, Sheriff Ezell, Congressman Guest, and uh, Mr. Flowers. Uh, we're looking forward to November. Uh, we're not wasting any time, and we're ready to get, get to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great point, too, uh, that you made there, Frank. Appreciate that. First of all, all the people involved in conducting a primary, we, we tend to, I guess, overlook that. But there's a whole heck of a lot of work, and the primaries can, uh, are conducted by the parties. And it takes a, a, a lot of people, a lot of organization to pull it off, get it done. And best I can tell, it, it, it was done really without any incident, which is what you want. That's exactly right. We talked to the Secretary of State's office. We, we've talked to several circuit clerks throughout the day yesterday, and it seems like everything went off uh, very well. Um, and, you know, you don't really realize it until you're in charge of running all the elections, how much work and how many volunteers and, and people it takes to get out there and get the job done. So they did a really fantastic job. Yeah. And something else you mentioned that is oh so true uh, especially nowadays when it's so easy to to get uh, anybody can get their two cents in as they say you sign up to run for office uh, you you got to have pretty thick skin i think that's safe to say and not to mention no you're going to work your rear off if you intend to win that's right and and this election we saw that definitely and uh, our goal from this day forward is to bring our party back together we are stronger together and uh, to uh, take on our opponents in November. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right, and and that's always a concern, of course, when you have uh, such a contentious affair in the primaries, and and now we've got to focus on the party's got to focus on taking on the Democrats in the general, and really need everyone to coalesce behind the Republican candidates who uh, prevailed yesterday in in order to defeat the Democrats in the fall in November and retake the house that's correct uh you know we've we've talked about it several times on and off there thankfully we still have joe biden in office and his failed policies i think that will motivate our voters but we need to stay motivated and not take anything for granted um come november i think we saw a little bit of that on the in the seventh uh the runoff we saw an uptick in votes uh in, in areas we need to see that greater in the general election. And so it's going to be incumbent on us and our candidates to really motivate uh, our voters and get them out to vote. You know, one of the things I, I talked about earlier, Frank, that, that again, just sharing my, my personal anecdotal experiences, is a number of, of Democrat acquaintances that have said, Gerard, I'm voting Republican now. This What we got going on is, is really hurting me and my family. I see it. And uh, we can't repeat that. Are are you hearing that? Are you hearing that personally? Are you hearing that in your circles and from candidates and so forth? Do you do you feel like maybe that some folks are waking up and saying these policies aren't getting it done? We hear it everywhere. Uh, we hear Democrats 
uh, we they, they're calling the office. They reach out to me. Uh, they're quite frankly tired of what's going on in Washington, whether it's the social issues or the economic issues that plague them every day. Um, and they're looking uh, to, towards the Republican Party and our policies. Um, and so I do think that you're going to continue to see the Republican Party grow. That's obviously a good thing. We want to make sure that the folks that come into our party have the same values and, and, and beliefs that we have. And but we're seeing those folks that are that do have those values and the, and the work ethic and want some, something better for their family moving over to the Republican Party. And so I think it's an exciting time for the Republican Party. Uh, we just can't screw it up. I just feel like that the Democrats are miscalculating and get your thoughts on this that uh, some of these social issues are actually going to to carry them and be viewed upon favorably. Uh, of course, we're, we're right uh, less than a week out from the, the decision on the Dobbs case, and abortion, of course, is, is a big issue in this country. It's a very contentious and controversial issue. But I think the Democrats are counting on that really giving them a boost going into the midterms. That may weigh on on the uh, the heads and the minds of of some voters. Maybe it influences a few, but in general, that just doesn't seem like that's going to carry the day for them. No, I mean if you look at any polling data, Americans are concerned about their pocketbook, and you know they're concerned about the gas price. They're concerned about supply chain issues. Uh, they're not. Their concern is not these social issues that AOC and folks that are now leaders in the Democrat Party keep touting. And you know, she came out and said that if you believe uh, that uh, abortion is wrong and you're a Democrat, you should not be in our party anymore. We don't have those kind of litmus tests in the Republican Party. Uh, we do have uh, our values, and, and we are not afraid to talk about our values or wear them on our sleeves, but. Right now, we have to help the American people, yeah. and and so that's what our focus is going to be on. That's what our message is going to be, and and I think that our message is better than their message. Yeah, and yesterday we uh, we had a slump in the stock market, and it, and it was driven by uh, recent data collected that shows Americans' uh, confidence in the economy is waning, is declining, and and uh, typically that translates into less consumption, less sales, less demand. And now we're seeing lots of uh, major companies say we're kind of getting overstocked on inventory, so we may see some sales. But the bottom line is, right now, Americans' confidence in the economy and the outlook is low, and, and you just got to figure that's going to be the big driver at the ballot box. No question about it. It's amazing how things have changed in such a short period of time. Uh, in America, and so, but it's going to be incumbent. We're going to take the House, we're going to take the Senate, and we're going to get, have to get back to work and work for the American people. And so, uh, we just look forward to November. It can't get here quick enough, uh, and we're, the Republican Party is ready to go to work for the American people. And and you know as well as I do, we got to produce. We we got to produce the results because that uh, we'll we'll endure the same backlash the Democrats I think are about to get hit with if we don't get in there and, and get as absolute as much done. And I think with the president in the White House, as you know, we're limited, but we've got to pass legislation certainly in the House that that shows what the Republicans will do. Uh, once they have full control and can get uh, bills enacted, and and maybe those go get through the Senate and they go to the president and he vetoes them, that I think that would show a lot and put a lot on the record. 
That's exactly right. I'm, as soon as we get there, we have to show some some results and uh, and and put the Democrat Party in a position where, like you said, they he either signs it or vetoes it, and uh, the American people will be able to. Uh, I think that will lead us into 2024 and a very good 2024 for our party. I do too. What's what's the outlook from inside the party at the higher levels, Frank? What are you hearing about uh, the prospects in the House and the Senate? Uh, I think. Yeah, there's no question we're going to have a, a huge wave in the House. The Senate's going to get a little bit more difficult. I think we're going to take a majority. Getting to 60 is going to be nearly impossible. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to quit working. I know that the party is – we're outraising Democrats at all levels. Uh, the, the most recent numbers for the Republican Party hasn't been released. Uh, but uh, our, my hope is and the party's hope is that we continue to outraise and uh, engage and we're engaging in areas where we've never been successful at. And I think uh, you're starting to see that in several Democrat seats in Texas recently that have been long-time, 100-year-plus Democrat seats that have flipped to the Republican Party, and not by a small margin, but by a large margin. And so uh, I, I think we have a lot of good, positive uh, candidates, quality candidates running, and uh, that makes a huge difference as well. Yeah, I agree. We got just a, a couple of seconds here, but what about Nancy Pelosi and L. Bowen, uh, Congress Congresswoman Flores' daughter? Unbelievable. Yeah, I, that was unbelievable. I've, I've seen the videos several times uh, in the last. Uh, Golly, few, it, it, it doesn't <laughs> surprise me though. Gosh, dog. Oh, well, she's all about the children. That's what she says. That's right. All the time. That's right. Frank, thanks for calling in and joining us and giving us that report. And we'll be talking to you soon, sir. Gerard, thank you for everything Super Talk does. You got it. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We're coming right back. We got uh, 45 minutes of talk left. Stay with us. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pick 
pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Here's the pitch. He swings. It's out of here. Jackson ends around the area. It's time to hit big. During the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale, through July 3rd only, Mazda of Jackson and Ridgeland Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location, Trust Mark Park in Burr. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kia, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Credit problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July third we'll give away a mystery card 1 p.m register no later than saturday july 2nd we'll also be giving away a four thousand dollar home depot gift card and a ps5 but hurry it all in sunday july 3rd and you don't want to miss the buying opportunity of a lifetime during the grand slam huge car sale at trust park park one brains boulevard in perth brought to you by Mazda of jackson and ridgeland mitsubishi get here now because once the deals are gone they're gone all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard, here on Super Talk Mississippi. My daddy spent his life looking up at the sky. He cussed, kicked the dust, saying, son, it's way too dry. The clouds up in the city. The man complains, but where I come from, rain is a good thing. I had a great little Brian. Corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby. He got a good voice. I like it. We can thank the rain for the relatively mild temperatures. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, Chris from Oxford wanted to know more about the Pelosi elbowing incident. And so, yeah, this is when uh, recently newly elected Congresswoman uh, Myra Flores from Texas, she's the one who just won in the district that uh, Frank Bordeaux was talking about, the one that hasn't been represented by a Republican in over 100 years, I believe. And it's, it's a largely Hispanic district, she, of course. Hispanic as well, and so she was she was getting sworn in, and she was up there as is typically the case with her family, including her two beautiful young daughters. And you could see in the video, I'm looking at it right now. Maybe Rhino can share it on our site. But Nancy, the speaker, of course, is up on the stage or in the front there with the flag draped in, the American flag draped in the background. It's it's uh, the congresswoman, her husband, her two young daughters. So the congresswoman and her husband are on Nancy, if you can envision this, Nancy Pelosi's left, and the two young daughters are on her right. One, apparently, the one close closer to Nancy is a uh, little older. I would estimate she's, what, 10? I don't know if they ever said her age, and that's fine. I'm just going to estimate 10. The other daughter looked Four, five, six, maybe something like that, 
And and so Nancy is, you know, she's hamming it up for the video, for the camera there, and she she kind of nudges with her kind of a backwards elbow at the uh, at the young girl there that's next to her, that's by her side, like, get out of the way, get out of the picture, or something like that. And the, and the poor young girl wasn't trying to get in front of her or steal the show, my gosh, speaker, you're freaking on the TV every day, right? What's the deal? So she elbows her. It's despicable, honestly. It really is. And it's it's there for everybody to see in living color. Now, it's not, she doesn't hurt her. I don't want to make, uh, give you that impression. But it's kind of a, hey, get back off, you know, get away kind of elbow deal. Like, this is the daughter of who really is the star of the show here. And that's the congresswoman getting sworn in. And it's ridiculous for her to act that way. But uh, I'm trying to find it right now, Rhino. Heard that the. Um, the excuse they made? What? Oh, you haven't heard the excuse? I hadn't heard the damn excuse, no what. So Pelosi's spokeswoman came out and said that Pelosi was simply trying to make sure the little girl got more of the spotlight. Horse hockey! Quote, sure the little girl wouldn't be hidden. Oh, that's ridiculous. Not at all. Nobody believes that garbage. Oh, that's ridiculous. So... Uh, Flores said she noticed her daughter being pushed when she later watched footage of the ceremony. I saw it afterwards, and yes, I was very disappointed and very disgusted by it. No child should be pushed aside for a photo. Well, okay, if you want to make sure she's in the photo, couldn't you just turn to her and say, Hey, sweetie, well, move, move a little bit here to make sure that we, we get you. No, nah, she didn't. And she, by the way, her face and her eyes are looking in one direction, which is the direction away from the child, and her elbow is going at the child. It clearly, she was trying to like nudge her and, 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 and kind of just get her out of where she was standing right there, move her away from that. Um, and she said, <laughs> the congresswoman, this was perfect, she said uh, about her daughter, she kept on smiling and didn't allow that to ruin such a special moment. So I'm very proud of her. She is a queen, she added. Okay, I'll go further than that, Congresswoman Flores. Your daughter for president when she's old enough. And right now, as far as I'm concerned, as a person, as a human, she's greater than Nancy Pelosi. And it's true. The speaker's elbowing her and she just without anything, with no facial expression, no, you know, no response, just says, no, I'm just going to stand right here where I was before you elbowed me. But I don't know if I sent you some sound there or not, Rhino, but uh, Nancy, you know, she's always talking about the children. It's for the children. What about this, Nancy? Your children garbage. Oh, I elbowed the children, didn't I? Oh, the children. I wish you'd focus on your drunk husband. That's what you ought to do. That's for the children. Go wash your hair. Eat some ice cream. Really, I, I, this, this is my threshold. I, we can't treat our children like this. You're the Speaker of the House. No adult should treat children like that. It would have been easy if you had a concern, as his, her office is now saying in response to this, 
about her making sure she's in the picture correctly, you got to talk to her about it. You don't have to use your elbow while you're looking in the other direction. That's why it's use not believable. Use your words, Nancy. Use your words. Yeah. Why don't you stand behind her? She's more important than you. It's serious. Oh, gosh. Anyhow, you got me started on that, uh, Chris. <laughs> um, you asked to elaborate, and I did. I mean, it really it aggravated me. It, it, as you can tell, it aggravated me to no end. While we're on it, we got AOC. I want you guys to, to hear here what she has to say about the, the Dobbs case and the Supreme Court in general and what she'd like to see happen. The Supreme Court has engaged in the overreaching of its authority in denying the human and civil rights of any pregnant person or person that could become pregnant in the United States of America. Pregnant person. They have engaged in overreach, and it is the responsibility of the President and Congress to put the Supreme Court in check because they have delegitimized themselves. This is on the Colbert Show, by the way. What, what actions you know, do you, would you like to see from your fellow lawmakers? Because the court's response to that might be, Alito specifically says, we turn this to the, the elected representatives of the people. Mm -hmm. um, that where they, he believes that that's where legitimacy, at least the, the, the issues of, of Roe, of, of abortion, should be returned to the people. What action would you like to see the Congress take? Well, I think a history really informs a lot, um, and it gives us lessons here, because this is not the first time that this has happened. Uh, in the 1800s, the Supreme Court was taken over uh, by the Confederate South and was starting to rule in ways that limited Abraham Lincoln, for example. In, in the Dred Scott ruling, they ruled that black Americans are not and can never be full citizens of the United States. And what did Abraham Lincoln do? He signed the Emancipation Proclamation. He ignored a, the gross overreach and abuse of power. During uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's uh, attempt to, to restore the country during the Great Depression uh, with the Green New Deal, I mean, not the Green New Deal, the oh, New Deal. slip there. The New Deal. Yes. <laughs> um, Anyways, with the New Deal, um, what we saw was an overreach um, from the Supreme Court attempting to, to prevent us from passing these laws. And Franklin Delano huh. Roosevelt threatened to expand the court. And in his adoption of that position, despite the fact that Congress didn't do it at that time, although Lincoln did, um, the, the fear of the court's power being minimized caused them to back off their overreach and abuse of power. I believe that President Biden should entertain expansion of the Supreme Court. I believe that, I believe that he should forcefully come out in ending the filibuster of the United States Senate. I believe that he should call on Congress to repeal the Hyde Amendment. And I also believe that Congress, we have the, possi we have, uh, the possibility, when we are strengthened by the repeal of the filibuster, or even the change to, to a talking filibuster or a standing filibuster. Okay. So, so uh, just so you'll know, uh, many of you I'm sure do, the Hyde Amendment is uh, a law that uh, is part, is, it, is, has, it has to be passed annually as part of the discretionary budget, which we've talked about it so much, which, pro, which prohibits the use of taxpayer money for abortions. And so what she's saying is, and Democrats already, have, they, even 
I think there were candidates, Rhino, in the in the Democrat primary. Primary, I want to say, virtually all of them said yes. We ought to end the Hyde Amendment to allow use of taxpayer money. I'm talking about in the in the um, 19 um, primary. So they uh, they all said that. Yeah, or the 20 primary, I should say. So they all said that. Yeah, we ought to to end the Hyde Amendment, and so it has to get renewed. By the way, in every uh, continuing resolution or omnibus budget, it is not permanent law, and she's she's calling for it to be removed. The other thing, of course, is the filibuster, which we've talked about extensively. Oh man, which means the Democrats could have their way with 50 plus one right now and just ram through whatever the heck they want. They could do that. When we come back, I'm going to discuss how Harry Reid's shenanigans is truly what led to the makeup of the Supreme Court. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50% chance of rain with increasing clouds, high near 92. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 72. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for Thursday, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And finally, Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Summertime is Canon time. Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. We service Nissans. We also service other makes and models. We'll keep your vehicle ready for your summertime travel. We are open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialist. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialist has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialist, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezell won the primary runoff last night, securing the Republican nomination to represent Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. He took 54% of the vote over incumbent Stephen Palazzo's 46%. Ezell will face Democrat Johnny Dupree and Libertarian Alden Patrick Johnson in the general election November 8th. Incumbent Congressman Michael Gast easily defeated newcomer Michael Cassidy in the 3rd District by over 20,000 votes. The Republican nominee will face Democrat Shawaski Young in November. For District 2, Brian Flowers finished ahead of GOP challenger Ron Eller. He was the 2020 Republican nominee, so that sets up a rematch between Flowers and Congressman Benny Thompson. That seat is not expected to flip from Democrat in November. This is Rebecca Turner of Good Things here on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word because children are precious. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk all summer long. Super Talk Mississippi. Live, live and on demand with the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Malcolm from Tishomingo County on the ceasefire text line says, What's ridiculous is when she tore up President Trump's State of the Union speech and nothing done to her. He says, I'd be drunk, too, if I were married to Pelosi talking about her husband. But uh, here you go, folks. It, this is really what's on her mind here for you. Are some of your priorities, um, in your view, that you share uh, with the Biden That's the race lady, or maybe by the way. even that maybe differ that he might want to know about? Well, when people ask me what are the three most important issues facing the Congress, for my whole time in Congress, I've always said the same thing. Our children, our children, our children. Uh, they're my favorite target to elbow. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, good grief, lady. Man, oh, man. So, on the ceasefire text line, let's see, someone wrote in on what he thought needed to happen, if I'm, I'm looking for it right now, should the Republicans uh, take over. And uh, help me see if I could find that, uh, Rhino. But it, the, the person who texted in said, we need to go ahead and uh, impeach President Biden. Yeah, day one, Senate House, impeaching Biden, do not pass go, do not click $200, should be priority number one. There you go. And so, just keep this in mind, um, that in the impeachment occurs and in, in, is launched in the House. And that, while that goes officially down, if it's voted uh, on and it, and it passes officially down as an impeachment, nothing really happens unless there is a, to the President, unless there is a conviction in the Senate. And that requires two-thirds of the Senate. So I have thought, honestly, that we may never see another situation where whomever is in the White House isn't impeached. Because I don't know that they will. there will be a situation where whomever's in the White House will serve their entire tenure, their entire term, without having the other party in control of the House of Representatives, which will, at some point, in this case, Let's say post the midterms. Yes, Republicans could, with the majority, impeach Biden. But it's not going anywhere because they're not going to get two-thirds vote in the Senate. Honestly, I I get it and I understand, but all we're going to do is have this gotcha impeachment back and forth. I'm going to impeach yours, you're going to impeach mine, I'm going to impeach yours, and we're not really solving problems. And what we're hearing in all the polls is the most important thing is inflation, the cost of gas, cost of living. Uh, crime, the border, among uh, the top issues as well. And so, while I understand, and I do feel like that, to some extent, we need to get to the bottom of what the president did that is impeachable, in particular the situation with Hunter and more evidence. It seems like every day something new comes out on that voicemail we heard yesterday where he's basically telling Hunter he's going to cover for him or something to that extent. Yeah, he's sending Hunter money to pay for uh, Russian access escorts. Okay. Nuts. Uh, Yeah, but it's not really fixing problems. I think that's the point I'm making. It consumes lots of resources. And And I think you have a, a better argument politically if, say, for example, for the next two years, if the Republicans get the House in the midterms, and they don't impeach him, then in the future, whenever the roles are reversed and the Democrats try to do the dog and pony show like they did with Trump, yeah, you've got a better argument when you go, you're the only side that does this. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree. Um, and, and that could be leveraged uh, politically, for political advantage, I think. Crosby and Inverna says, I pray that we don't get bogged down in Jim Jordan's waste of time. If Hillary didn't go to jail, no one will. Let's start over and help the people. The people are sick to their stomachs of this mess. Honestly, Crosby, I think you, you captured what is a reflection of a broad sentiment in this country. I tend to think you're, you're probably right in that respect. Uh, need to impeach Harris as well, though. Could you imagine that crackling during a State of the Union, Bobby and Batesville? What if Jill Biden is charged with elder abuse? <laughs> On the ceasefire text line. Uh, what are you saying there? We don't need this now. Uh-oh. Is that... A possible storm headed in our direction, Jerry and Waynesboro is informing us of, out in the 
Yeah, there's one they're looking at uh, out in the Atlantic that has, what, a 40-50% chance of forming into a tropical storm? Yeah, we don't need that. I agree. Yeah, I agree. The Trump cult will demand Biden be impeached or they will vote against incumbents. Michael Guest is an example. That from Thomas and Greenwood. Uh, let's see. Oh, something I was going to talk about with respect to the uh, the Supreme Court justices and, and their nomination and ultimate approval. It all goes back to Harry Reid in uh, 2013. And it was in 2013 when Harry Reid, who was the Senate Majority Leader, the senior senator from the great state of Nevada. By the way, Nevadans say that is the way you pronounce Nevada. Not Nevada, which I do a lot. But when you get there, they'll say, it's Nevada. All right. So anyhow, it was was Harry Reid that uh, went ahead and invoked what's called the nuclear option, which essentially does away with the filibuster for executive. He did it for executive branch appointments and judicial nominations, not for legislation, but for appointments and judicial nominations, with the exception of the Supreme Court. But it was Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader under Trump, during the Trump era, that was in 2017, Senate in control, of course, of judicial nominations, Republicans were, that it, it was, uh, he felt like the door was open, so he ended the filibuster for Supreme Court nominations, because Harry Reid had pushed it already to that point, so he just kind of continued it. That was his response, much like what you were just saying, Rhino, about you impeached our guy, we got to impeach your guy, we just tit for tat till the cows come home. That Man, is, I've got a clip right here from Mitch McConnell, dated November 21st, 2013. Do it. Warning 13. Democrats that they would regret their decision for the nuclear option. Yes, this is when Reid was in charge. If our colleagues want to work with us to fill judicial vacancies like we've been doing all year, 99% of judges confirmed. Obviously, we're willing to do that. If you want to play games, set yet another precedent that you'll no doubt come to regret. Say to my friends on the other side of the aisle, you'll regret this, and you may regret it a lot sooner than you think. Yeah, and so he was right. It was, it was somewhat prescient, his statements there. That's exactly what happened. So you could argue that playing around, playing around with the time-honored rules of the Senate is what paved the way for Donald Trump to seat three Supreme Court justices that may have uh, resulted, had that not occurred, in a different outcome for their, their favorite Supreme Court ruling, which they worked hard to keep in place, and that's the Roe v. Wade. 1973 decision. That's absolutely what happened. So it's another deal where, yeah, you could go vote to end the filibuster to ram through the Green New Deal and Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan and uh, pack the courts and all the other things they want to do, which you just heard AOC talk about. She just said it. They need to end the filibuster, pack the courts, and... I think she's a little squishy on her history as far as FDR and court she, packing. She is. But, uh, she yeah. is. Yeah, that wasn't totally accurate. I don't want to get into that now. It's a, it's a long discussion, but you're right. She wasn't completely accurate. 
And then I think sort of talking about, uh, I think it was included in that clip. That the clip's much longer than that, and I think we had it in there. I've, I've listened to it so many times. I don't know when I've listened offline and off online, but about Lincoln. She talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and seizing the Supreme Court. And so basically, this whole idea that, well, the Congress and the president are are in place to check the Supreme Court. I don't know. That seems like a bit of a stretch. That's really not the idea. That the court's supposed to be a non political and apolitical impartial body. In simplest terms, the three branches of government are a check and balance on each other. Yes. But it's only insofar as the legislative branch create laws, the executive branch enforces laws, and the judicial branch determines whether or not it's legal. And what she's and trying, and what I think she's attempting to assert here is that the Supreme Court, as she said it, it right early on in her comments, right? They overreached by denying civil rights. No, they didn't. They just said states figured out. That's what they did. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say something's overreaching when you're taking yourself out of the equation. That's exactly what they did. In fact, where she's wrong about this is that, no, what they did is, in fact, uphold the Constitution. <laughs> they, they, they applied the check and balance because it was federal overreach. And they said, no, this is not, we can't find this in the Constitution. Therefore, it doesn't belong at federal level. That's what they said. It's pretty clear. It was it's pretty well conceived. Those those guys turned out to be pretty smart, <laughs> and much of that is is uh, derived from the Magna Carta and the concepts therein. So yeah, she got that totally wrong. But we're not surprised by that. But uh, also, did you hear the clapping, the train seals, and the Colbert audience? Yeah, and the filibuster. <laughs> Get rid of the Supreme Court, pack it, and all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Colbert propaganda hour. <laughs> exactly. We got another segment coming up on middays. A few more texts to get to. Stay with us. Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. You're about to ask the woman of your dreams to marry you, and then it hits you. What if the diamond engagement ring I choose? What if she doesn't love it? If it's from Juniker Jewelry Company, she's guaranteed to love it. Because at Junikers, you'll find over 50 feet of cases filled with Mississippi's finest diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands. Ten times the selection of average jewelry stores. All the latest styles from classic solitaires to halos, contemporary to antique reproductions, like our famous Mississippi Heritage Collection. And Mississippi's most beautiful diamonds, direct from our cutters. Every size, shape, and price range. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Bring us your ideas. Tell us all about her. And together, we'll create her perfect ring. A ring you'll both love. At Juniker Jewelry, we don't just make diamond engagement rings. We make heroes. Juniker Jewelry Company. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports, all in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story, all in one place. Supertalk.fm. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature Nashville songwriters, Hall of Fame inductee Rivers Rutherford for an intimate conversation and performance as part of Words and Music, a songwriter series on July 11th. Doors open at 6 p.m. with the show starting at 7 p.m. To purchase tickets to this event or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum Mississippi's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit grammymuseumms.org. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're here for you. We're here to help. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Is that Freddie Mercury? It is. He's talking pretty quick, pretty fast. <laughs> Harry Reid, the feckless wonder, that's what Rush Limbaugh called him. I call him Harry Dr. Smith from Lost in Space Reid. He looks like Dr. Smith. Oh, <laughs> uh, What did he used to call the robot? Somewhere out there, there's, there's like a collection of all the... All the terms and phrases he used to describe. He was always fighting with the robot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those were the good old days. Lost in space. You see any of those? 
You ninny! <laughs> I know that was one of them. There are tons of Dr. Zachary Smith quotes. I told you. They're great. Who wrote that stuff? I thought it was awesome. Uh, what do you call the robot? You see any in there? You looking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, um, Luke in Oxford. If such a high percentage of Americans support the right to access abortion at, at will, as Democrats and progressive always cite, shouldn't they be able to raise funds from this Americans, these Americans to no longer necessitate the need for taxpayer-funded abortion? Let's be clear, Luke. There is no taxpayer-funded abortion. That's what we were just talking about. The Hyde Amendment, which has been in place forever, uh, prohibits it. And it is passed every year. So there's no taxpayer-funded of abortion. Let's be clear again. No taxpayer-funded of abortion. It's not legal. Under the Hyde Amendment. That's why AOC just called for the ending of it. Because Democrats want to access taxpayer funds to pay for abortion. Now, what I've argued for years is that the money's fungible. You've got let's Planned Parenthood, that was a big contentious matter in the CD3 race, uh, uh, for example. Planned Parenthood, which uh, is funded, just wrote an article about that, by the way. It's published on the Supertalk website. If you're interested in the, the details of the Planned Parenthood funding model, I break that down in an article that we just published uh, yesterday on the Supertalk website. But bottom line is they participate in Medicaid because they do provide Medicaid-eligible services uh, and they also participate in Title X, which is part of discretionary funding. Uh, but for three years there, during the Trump administration, they opted out of Title X because Trump passed an EO uh, in 2017, which prohibited a suggestion of abortion and family planning counseling. And that's what Title X funds. So by the way, Title X not only went to Planned Parenthood when they were in the program, but it also goes to a number of organizations that work with pregnant mothers and assist them and counsel them, many of whom talk them out of having an abortion. So that same pot of money, those those grants that got, by the way, go to the states as a block grant, and it are overseen and administered and appropriated, allocated out by the states. In Mississippi, it's a third, it goes to the Department of Human Services, and they hire a third party, I want to say called Converge something or another is the name of the company, third party. They get $4.5 million a year from the federal government in Title X grant money, and they allocate that, dole, they dole that out in the state. Well, there's not but one abortion clinic in the state. The vast majority of that money goes to organizations that, in fact, counsel against abortion. Try Which to, now Elizabeth Warren wants to shut those down. That's exactly right. She wants to shut them down, and she also wants to commandeer the use of federal lands to allow federal lands like in a state such as Mississippi that totally bans abortion under our, our law. She wants to use the federal land in our state to build abortion clinics. She's already proposed it. You're going to see more and more. You're going to see the, the abortion, the pro-choice crowd get really creative. Seriously. And so, uh, even though no taxpayer money technically uh, goes to uh, through Medicaid, as we just talked about, what we've said so many times here on the program is, these abortion providers, such as Planned Parenthood, that are providing Medicaid-eligible services, Pat, 
pap tests and mammograms, et cetera, other women's health care services. It's the same building, same people, same systems, same equipment. So the money's fungible. So even though when they're performing abortion, they're not getting reimbursed by Medicaid federal money for that, uh, the other assets and resources used in that are getting, to some degree, funded by Medicaid-eligible services. It, that's why it's a, it's a little convoluted. And, and, and by, the, by the way, Medicaid is a program that is uh, established by statute, and therefore the members of Congress never vote on it. And the only way to change it is with those 60 votes or ending the filibuster. So the Democrats better be careful because, you know what, Rhino, if they were to do that, and they were to get their stuff through and the Republicans get in charge, they could, in fact, change Medicaid so that Planned Parenthood couldn't get the $500 million a year they get for Medicaid-eligible services, which would effectively either shut them down or require them to get their money somewhere else. So, anyhow, take a look at that article, if you will, folks. We thank you so much for joining us today on Middays. It's been a pleasure. And we're going to be back in the studio tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.